Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 109th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Big news. I got a Discord server again. And here's how I'm looking to use it. Um, well, I, I posted in my story, so the link's in my story right now. Uh, I'm excited about it. We're having fun in there. The links to the podcast will get posted in there every single time there's a new podcast. Um, I'm going to try and do some podcast discussions in there and stuff like that. The uh, What I really would like, especially during the offseason, so that we can keep up our two-a-week thing, is if you guys run across some stuff you want to hear us talk about, let me know. And, and don't just give me like, prediction uh, give me down just be like chargers predictions for 2023 no thank you um like give me some like nice open-ended like what do you think of this type of stuff that would be a huge help for us but uh i'm enjoying it we got a couple hundred people in there right now so probably going to be looking for some mods soon to help with you know hurting hurting all the cats and hurting the chickens and keeping everybody in line, make sure everybody's enjoying it. But uh, the Discord server, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing, the Discord server. So anyways, uh, the link is going to be in my bio. It's in my story right now. Um, so if you guys can jump in there, have some fun with this, talk about the podcast, if you got any reactions to it, if you think one of us is full of shit, if there's a specific joke you really like that, I've completely forgot about like the Tebow joke. I've made that fucking Tebow joke so many times. Um, a Tebow joke from last week, a bunch of people messaged me about that, that they really like. So um, stuff like that. And then I can kind of, you know, when you guys do that stuff, it reminds me and then I can post about it and drive some more people to the pod and, um, and then go leave reviews. Do that. Go leave reviews. It'd be fucking awesome. Um, anyways, appreciate you guys. Download, follow, subscribe, leave a review on Apple. You guys are all heroes and fucking monsters, and I love you to death. And it means a lot that you guys would spend uh, the time with Trevor, Doug, and myself. And after the GOAT, we talk Julio Jones and potential trade fits and whether he's going to make any of these teams better. <laughs> and we're back. It'll be Friday when you guys are listening to this. There's actually been news this week. I mean, like the perception, the there's kind of been news. I mean, we're going to talk Julio um, and then players getting a little more real, a little more gritty on social. And, uh, and then Doug's going to explain to us what ha- the fuck is going on with the basketball playoffs this year. But... That's what passes for news, goddammit. It's the offseason. Yeah. Right? Rumors rumors of a player getting possibly traded, social media beef, and basketball playoffs. So we'll start with Julio. Are they fucking stupid? Are they really so, going to do this? Julio. I mean, they don't have any money. Money is a big – it's all about the money, right? I mean, I'm sure they don't want to get rid of Julio Jones, but – they're in a bad no. financial situation, right? Isn't that the whole reason why? There's, there's got it. Like the Saints do this every year. How do, how do the Falcons that hard up? Like the the Saints have just decided that the salary cap doesn't exist, and they do this every fucking year. Arthur, if Arthur Blank just shelled out some money, they can convert shit into a signing bonus, and boom, it goes away, or something. Um, yeah, they should do that. They should do something. I mean, Julio and Matt, I mean, probably got another year or two left of Matt Ryan. Might as well keep Julio with them. Uh, yeah. That, Julio missed that, a lot of games last year, didn't he? It almost felt like he was just kind of sitting out to sit out. I mean, would you 
if if you're a 32 year old wide receiver and you're on the 2020 Falcons, are you grinding every minute to come back? I'm not. Yeah, but that's also a guy that maybe I don't want to pay anymore if he's not going to play. He's not going to give it his all. Yeah, makes sense. Maybe, uh, maybe it just works. It could be uh, they could split amicably. I mean, yeah, okay. So if you're if you're reloading, because trading Julio is a reloading move. Yeah. One. Yeah, they just drafted like no, they're not reloading. They just they re-signed Ryan. Like they're not. They're 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 still keeping that window open as hard as they can. Yeah, I mean Julio played nine games last season, fifteen yards per catch, which is basically his career average. Three touchdowns, but he never scores fucking touchdowns. Somehow Julio Jones only has one 10 touchdown season in his career. Jeez, that's bad. Yeah. That he's 31 years old and he has played, I don't know, 10 seasons. And as Julio Jones has one 10 touchdown season, he has more 1,500 yard seasons than he has 10 touchdown seasons. So you, if you're, if you're, if you're getting rid of Julio, it feels like you're rebuilding because Julio's still got plenty of tread on the tire. The last three seasons, four seasons before this, well, here, those last six seasons prior to 2020 were 15, 16, 14, 16, 16, 15. He, he's playing. He gets a little banged up here and there, turns an ankle, tweaks a hammy, but he gets out there. Yeah. He hasn't had less than 1,300 yards receiving since, you know, in a full season since 2013. There's plenty of, there's plenty of reason to keep him around, but salary cap, I guess. But so here's the question why fucking wait so long? You've known what the, you've known you've got salary cap issues since January. Yeah. Right. Why not trade him for picks you could use this year? These are rhetorical questions. I don't. I. I. There's no answer for this. This is a giant clusterfuck. Yeah. If you're, getting, if you're getting rid of Julio, you might as well be getting rid of Matt Ryan, doing the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. And and you're not. It just doesn't make any sense. Because then they they extended Ryan last year, right? Or this year? Yeah, he's uh-huh. got. I mean, pay a bunch of money. Matt Ryan's untradeable because yeah, he just signed a. Fre- no, it was like 20- they just they just restructured his deal, I think, this year. But I think he signed a big contract two years ago. Yeah, they can actually save money next year by cutting him or trading him. They'll save eight million dollars against the cap because next year's cap hit is forty eight million dollars. That's twenty. That's twenty twenty two. Yeah. So, um, and if they trade him, it's only forty million dollars. So good for them. But uh, like, who else is on here? I'm just looking at the Falcons like the spot track right now, and you got Grady Jarrett, big defensive he's, tackle. They're paying him right. He's got a he's got a night a twenty million dollar cap hit this season. Oof. Oof. Maybe maybe do something with the twenty eight year old defensive tackle before you get rid of a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. And plus, I feel like the Falcons are a team that, like, every five years they have a good run, like a yeah. good play run, Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. So that's I think they're due. That's mostly because the NFC South has been so schizophrenic. Ever since right. they created, but they, it, they it was, just they just had it two years ago that they had that run. Yeah. They had that little window. Yeah, when remember? they lost to the yeah when remember they lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots. Yeah, twenty seven twenty eight to three. What happened? <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, every so often. Okay, so we're not going to get anywhere other than you know we can't we can't put out any content here just no. talking about how dumb the Falcons are. So let's like, sure. let's look at, so CBS sports posted seven different destinations. And I guess we can go through each of these. Guess what? All of them would be better with Julio Jones. I'm just spoiler no alert. Yep. That's so weird. That's weird. 
Yeah. Doug, do you want to take the do you want to take the opposite position just because sometimes that's how you get do you just want to argue against Julio Jones making any of these seven teams better? Sure. I can do that. Okay. Um, yeah. the Ra- the Ravens does oh well, you actually you're gonna want to do this one. How does yeah. how does Julio Jones hurt the Ravens? Um I mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean they need they need a guy like him so bad. Uh but honestly, I'll I will go with your I mean, who's the offensive coordinator that you love? Greg Roman. Yeah, that guy. That guy's an idiot. So he would fuck it all up. So right. bad, bad spot for Julio. Plus, like, honestly, like, Lamar Jackson, is he good or isn't he not? Let's see what happens. And that yeah. offense with that quarterback, that's not a great situation for Julio. But Julio, I mean, he's already got his contract, I guess. So, I mean, I, I, I argue that Lamar's going to be chucking the ball downfield to Julio all season. I think that would be a fantastic fit. Well, Greg Roman yes, would have him doing, like, 10-yard fucking turnarounds. And, like, Julio would get killed. Um, okay. not that Julio can't go over the middle. It's just that Greg Roman's passing concepts are basically run ten yards and turn around. Yeah. Okay. Because if you don't complete that, then you get to come up with some really fancy running play, and that's his thing. He wants he wants like the guards moving in three different directions just to get four yards. Anyways, asshole. Yeah, uh, pa- the Packers. Does Julio Jones make the Packers better or worse? <laughs> We're going to fucking stick with this, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be so bad. For First, you're taking away catches from Devontae Adams, and he gets mad. Rodgers yep. is already one foot out. Getting yeah, Julio would, Jones there. Would, would really disrupt the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would that would completely deteriorate the uh, the culture of that team. Yeah, I mean Rogers would be so pissed he'd probably start talking to his mom again. Yeah, right? weird. Yeah. Um, the 49ers. I mean, they don't have anything take, to trade. So you want to take this one? Yeah. They don't have anything to trade. They just gave up the next two first round picks for a guy that's not going to play this year. So you know that's cool. Um, also Jimmy G doesn't throw the ball deep. So that would be a complete waste of going to throwing to, uh, Julio Jones. I would say, I, you know, I, I don't think he makes us worse, but we'd be older and, um, the salary cap would be an issue. I don't think it's as great a fit as, as some, as I wish it was like, I wish it was a great fit, but you know, um, also, you know, reuniting uh, Julio with Kyle Shanahan might lead to an even bigger 49er Super Bowl collapse than what already happened against the Chiefs. So, you know, I think it's just better. You know, like in Hancock, how, like, <laughs> Will Smith gets weaker the closer he gets to Charlize Theron. Like, that might be, like, the Julio and, and Kyle Shanahan thing. It's just a theory. Huh. Huh, okay. It has nothing to do with skin color. You know it's a really good movie? Hancock. Hitch. <laughs> I can't wait to see him one day and say that to him. And he's just gonna get so mad. He stopped hanging out with us after that. He did. He really Doug, did. did you have you heard that story? I, it sounds familiar. So one of the name? one of the I'll leave his name out of it. One of the steamboat crew. The or at least like one of the steamboat crew was living in PB. And uh, it, it like would come around like kind of infrequently, but wasn't a bad hang and nice guy. Nice guy, um, yeah. Nice guy. And yeah. um, but like he shows up one day and we're having this like epic, stoned or drunk like Both. top yeah. five movies of all time and like <laughs> Casino and Goodfellas and. Like just all these Godfather, all these amazing movies are getting thrown around, and he he stops the conversation. He goes, "You know what is like for the first like three quarters of this movie was the best written movie I've ever seen," and the room stops because yeah, not not we're lay it on us, Chief. Yeah, let's do this, bud. And (laughs) he opens his mouth, and the only thing that comes out is Hitch. 
and you guys all just start dying laughing like hey good one and he's right like, i was serious like, yeah i was like are you fucking kidding that fuck is what he what do you think you know we we saw him fairly frequently over the next like call it three to six months and I don't yeah. think any one of us went more than 97 seconds without bringing up <laughs> fucking Hitch or some version of, you know, it's the top five greatest thing of all time. Fuck, you know, it's the top five greatest barbecue sauce of all time. Hitch. <laughs> like, like, I would see shit. him out. At, I would see him out at a bar or walk. You know, it's like, ah, Hitch. And he stopped coming around. I think we started calling him Hitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's he stopped yeah. coming. And then out. your brother, your brother was vicious. Yeah. And then he's and like, then he just like he the joke got old to him for him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because that for us. Yeah, that's yeah like, no, no. Yeah, that's, that button worked that's fine. Like, that's like Will Smith's like worst movie. Right. Yeah. Like, that's I, like, I, I think we we all had so many conversations with him. Like, are are you like you're serious though, right? Like why? Explain, yeah. explain this explain <laughs> like intervention there. intervention style conversations like we wrote yeah. him letters and everything like the when you said that it made me feel like you didn't <laughs> love me <laughs> Dude, will, uh, will smith is awful yeah that guy hasn't made a good movie in, since mid 90s it's been a minute poor guy uh, i mean the last really good one that i remember was i am legend maybe that was good i like that that's yeah, maybe, given up maybe on we, before that. Maybe we come back to the the Will Smith IMDb page after we figure yeah. out does Julio make the New England Patriots worse? <laughs> Julio. Um sure, he doesn't buy into the Patriot way. He's an island in himself and again <laughs> disrupts the locker room and takes He's the team not- away from Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, the last time that the Patriots had Cam Newton Newton can't throw it down the field either. So there you go. Freak show. The last time the Patriots had a freak show wide receiver that was out there setting records and doing all sorts of crazy shit, they ended up losing a Super Bowl after starting the season 18 and 0. Yeah, they were they're arguably the greatest team to ever play and then ran into the Giants. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think. Julio has ever played lacrosse, been a Walmart cashier, um, played quarterback at Kent State. So I just don't I don't think he fits into the system is what I'm saying. Right. The Patriot way. This is not yeah. the Julio way. Julio. Yeah. Okay. Does he make the Chargers worse? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that young quarterback couldn't use a receiver like that to go with, with, a, with an absolute rocket laser arm who can throw it 95 yards. No, terrible connection. Yeah, that would not, but that would not work. Yeah, Does Keenan Allen still play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they wouldn't get along. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you know, he would just be confusing to the fan. Like, yeah. your name's Julio. Like. I know Julio's. I'm from LA, but like you don't look like a Julio. It's just going to be confusing. Um, yeah, they're not going to understand it. It's, it's, a, it's going to be a Hall of Fame player that comes to that team to play by choice. They'd probably, by, I mean, by trip. triple their fan base. Yeah, they sell up to twelve or thirteen fans. Yeah, they sell another five thousand jerseys that were all Julio Jones jerseys. Oh, they'd be so. Good though the jerseys though, yeah, because they're the best. Yeah, yeah. Blue. Um, okay. Uh, I, I got this. Honest, okay, okay. Answer though. honestly this time. Does he make the Colts worse? We're talking. Uh, we're still talking Julio Jones. Does he make not Carson Wentz? Does he make the Colts worse? Uh, if I'm being honest, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, just checking. So we're we're now zero for we're now zero for six. We have not find a team that Julio is going to make worse. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think you, you. I think you actually had the best point. I don't think he does what he should do for the Niners. What I think mean? we're one for five. I, I just don't. You know, he doesn't oh, really oh, work I don't, on that. I don't think he makes the Niners worse. I don't think the Niners would get the most out of him. Right. There's, so that's the that's the strongest argument. 
that's the only argument at this point. Yes. The only argument is that, oh, and then the Patriots maybe don't have a quarterback that can throw him the ball, at least until Brian Hoyer takes over for Cam Newton, who takes over for Mac Jones. Right. Right. McCorkle. Uh, there's the, there's the, the, the Alabama connection there, though. There is. What the fuck was that? Was that, did we get a fart? No, that was Bodie. Oh, okay. He's, uh, like, 10 06 p.m. We have to log on. I farted about three minutes ago, though. Oh, okay. There he is again. Get out of here, buddy. What's he doing? Um, And okay, last last one, just because the last one, does he make the Titans worse? Tannehill would say no. I mean, A.J. Brown, I mean, listen, they had to let go of Corey Davis, and Corey Davis went to the Jets. So is Julio Jones an upgrade or a downgrade over Corey Davis? <laughs> I would say an upgrade. <laughs> okay. Okay, so he would make the, 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 the Titans better. Okay, so that's, that's seven teams. I mean, do we want to go through the other 24 teams that aren't the Falcons? Just to see if he would make them better. No, he would. I think we can skip okay. that. We can he just, makes. We yeah, can he make. He make every. Would you, I don't think I would give up a first rounder for him, though. You think people are wanting a first rounder for him? No, I mean, I think they want a first rounder. I wouldn't give up a first rounder for him. Yeah. Um, I think that there's an. He's still Julio Jones, so you imagine there's there's going to be some bidding against it, but. Just even that the Falcons are just even that it's out there and that somebody from the Falcons, like what was his name? Arthur Smith or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Um hasn't come out and been like, whoa, 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 we're not doing that. That sounds crazy. You know, tells me that maybe it's not so crazy that they actually would like the salary cap relief that restructuring Grady Jarrett doesn't give them. I mean, they were talking about Julio trades during the draft. And but that's when it made sense. Yeah. Right. You you could maybe get a second round pick for him. But like if you get something now, you're again, if you're rebuilding, rebuild. Trade him now. That's fine. And maybe maybe Kyle Pitts was supposed to be the replacement for Julio Jones. And but you had the fourth pick. You knew you were gonna get a shot at Kyle Pitts regardless. Why didn't you trade him ahead of time? It's just stupid. Yeah. Well, they've already restructured Matt Ryan. So you've kind of made that commitment to him. You might as well keep Jones, I feel like. Unless they just want to, unless this is just one big thing to show Aaron Rodgers that there is a quarterback that gets treated worse than he does by his organization. That, I don't know, maybe that's about the only thing I can come up with. Gutsy move. Gutsy move. Yeah. You know, you know what, you know what gets Aaron Rodgers to stay in Green Bay, though. Julio, getting Jones. rid of that. Julio Jones. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, Aaron, shut up. Fine. Well, Here you go. now hold on. Not if now they dra- not if they trade for him and say, Julio, you're now our third string quarterback. <laughs> and and don't tell Rodgers about it. Or or maybe play like third string running back. But, like, no, we're not going to let Aaron Rodgers throw you the ball. And we're not going to let anybody see you play this year because we're afraid of how good you look. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, though. Aaron Rodgers throwing to Devontae Adams and Julio Jones on the other side. That'd be fucking ridiculous. Highly entertaining. (laughs) It's terrifying. I'd love to see that. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, that tight end who had a great year that no one brings up when he's talking about Aaron Rodgers' weapons. That guy would have like twenty touchdowns in the middle of that field. Tunyon, yeah, Tunyon, yeah. He's got weapons there. He need the more I think about it, the less he needs to bitch. Rodgers, I, I see. I don't. I don't. I, uh, we've we've had this one, but it's not about. Yeah, it's not about it's, the lack it's, of weapons. It's, it's it's not the lack of weapons. It's not you've done a bad job building the roster. It's why the fuck did the you waste two picks on those guys? Yeah. Like, sure, you've built me a you've built me an NFC championship roster. 
as long as I have an MVP or near to it year, but you drafted two backups on purpose. You didn't swing for and you didn't swing for the fences and come up short and find out that oh okay maybe these guys just weren't as good and maybe we overdrafted them. You literally drafted guys that weren't going to play this year much. Yeah, that's I and so with that from that angle, I'm team A Rod. Um. Okay, so the other thing that happened this week. So I guess we're settled. Julio Jones makes teams better. Every team. Sure. Okay. Every team. If they got him, they would be a little bit better. Yep. Okay. All right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Cool. Um... The other thing that happened this week is Jalen Ramsey got, did you guys see this? Jalen Ramsey got a little sad in the comment sections over being called Darnell Mooney's son. Because Darnell, <laughs> Dar, Darnell Mooney beat him on a, on like a hitch route or, you know, double move and just yeah. torched him. And a bunch of bears pages started posting about it. And Jalen Ramsey got sad about it and started talking about, you know, your, your number two receiver, this, your number two receiver that can't wait for week one. Cause I guess they play week. They're the Sunday night game. I think Rams yeah. and Bears, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Darnell Mooney versus his son on Sunday night football to open the week. And, and anyway, Jalen Ramsey got a little sad over it. So I don't, I don't think we're going to do a whole big deep dive on Darnell Mooney nor on Jalen Ramsey right now, but more on do do we like when player, I mean, I'm a meme page, so I like when the players say stupid stuff in public, but like as non meme page people, do you like when the players are themselves on social media? What do you mean by themselves? Uh, it's not a you people thing. No, like, like bitchy <laughs> or like, no, just being like, okay. So Kevin Durant, like he's, he's on social media the way like I'm on social media. He's there. He's reading shit. He's responding to shit. He's clapping back on comments. And this is what Jalen Ramsey's doing. He's, he's using social the way a civilian would. And do we like it when, do we want the multimillionaire athletes to just go work out and practice and leave us to the social media stuff? Or do we like it when they kind of get in the mud with us? I mean, I guess yeah, you have to take a step back and look at that as a as a, a bigger question. Um, typically, when athletes, high profile athletes, do say something and do those kind of clapbacks on social media, you find yourself antagonistic about it, right? You find yourself being like, "Shut the fuck up, dude!" or "This fucking guy," or "Why are you so soft?" or whatever you're gonna think, right? But if you really think about it, no, we don't want you know a, a generated uh, automated response. Uh, from, you know, uh, a lawyer, lawyer speak from anybody because that's not human and that doesn't create anything for us to talk about. So no, yes. So you want people to be more real and you want them to, you know, appear, uh, as they are. And some of them are, you know, bigger pieces of shit than others. Yeah. I mean, like, I think people underestimate just how fucking petty you have to be to get to the levels of like how competitive and petty you have to be to get to that level of success athletically like it stops being it it, you know once you get past high school and certainly once you get past college 
it stops being about, you know, like every single one of those guys has a chip on their shoulder. This is why the Trevor Lawrence quote about like, yeah, I don't really have a chip on my shoulder. Everybody was like, wait, what the fuck? Because we're so used to all these guys being so hyper competitive with each other and right. and over contracts and, you know, Pro Bowl snubs and all this shit that like, you know, to hear somebody go, yeah, it's not really me was from a guy that we expect to be really good was kind of wild. But yeah, I, I like when I like when they're assholes. I like when they're petty. I like when they're like, like, me too. I mean, Michael Thomas is out there crying about Devontae Parker. No, when they get it wrong, like when they show us that they can't read, like that's the that was like the Michael Thomas thing. Like the 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 stuff between him and Devontae Parker last year was, you know, the question was, is it harder to stop Michael Thomas or, or from catching a pass or catch one versus Stephon Gilmore? And Devontae Parker, who had to play Stephon Gilmore twice a year going into last season was like, yeah, I'll go with the cornerback. And Michael Thomas got all sad about it. This is, I mean, that's a scenario where it's like, okay, dude, you, you're searching, you're reaching. Yeah. But I, I, I don't, I don't mind Jalen Ramsey getting out there and being now he has a tendency to jump up and down and bitch and moan and throw his teammates under the bus, which is a different character flaw. But I don't, I don't think that. So, do we think they're soft for replying to stuff? I think that's the perception, in a way, right? That somebody got under your skin, or they're not these stoic figures that I think we all want them to be. I mean, I'm, I like, I've been looking at Twitter the last two minutes, and these are fucking hilarious. (laughs) 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 Oh, there's one. There's this one that says Alan Robinson, Darnell Mooney, and Anthony Miller taking turns cooking Jalen Robinson. It's just these three grown-ups passing this little kid around. It's so (laughs) fucking funny. Holy shit, that's the best thing I've seen. Yeah, I mean, it's just... I mean, during the offseason, it's the kind of the stuff I guess we need because there's not a whole lot going on. So I want to hear... I want to hear what's on their minds. Yeah, we we like high-profile millionaires, you know, being hypersensitive. It's funny. Yeah. I always like, like it when like an athlete gives a political view and this, you get the whole oh, st- stick to sports tweets. It's like, dude, like you like you mow grasses for a living and you're saying that this guy that plays basketball can't have a opinion on something. Yeah. It's like he, 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 do you know how much more in taxes that guy that millionaire athlete pays than you? Like yeah. he, right. he's he's paid for his fucking fair share of uh speaking up about shit. So what I'm like, where else can we get guys just being petty over shit like this? Like, you know, like Elon, like tweeting it, like Bill Gates right now. Like, I'll tell you what's really funny is the uh, like the fast food Twitters go after each other. That's like Wendy's. Wendy's is pretty good, right? Wendy's and Taco Bell. Taco Bell is really good. At least they were. I didn't know Taco Bell had a good one. Taco Bell used like, like was the first one to do it to like clap back and like make fun of other people and you're like oh shit that's funny like the first big brand i feel like to do that to have a personality yeah wendy's did it really good yeah um butterfinger roasted the bears one time i feel like i think it was the bears somebody was dropping something and butterfingers was like hey you up or something like that I think that's so, fun. I think that's that what makes the uh, the virtual world a little more entertaining. But it is annoying because that's where everybody goes to bitch, right? So bitch at each other. There's nothing more frustrating than watching two people bitch at each other on fucking on the internet. Yeah. So I mean, like, and th- so that's why you're not on Twitter, right, Trevor? You would just part of it. You'd... Yeah, I would just melt my whole my whole fucking face <laughs> melt off every morning. Uh, wake up, birds are chirping, you know get the uh the crust out of my eyes sit up and yawn and pick up the phone and see some asshole saying something stupid and a bunch of other assholes saying even more stupid shit and i'd lose my mind so yeah there's there's doug when you're on twitter are you in the comments or are you in the replies are you just looking at the, the the original tweet i 
try my absolute hardest to stay out of the replies and comments just because it's an absolute battlefield and it's a fucking it's a rabbit hole you can go down for like three hours and then you realize like i'm arguing with a fucking moron yeah he's like this moron just took three hours out of my day yeah and uh, And i didn't get any smarter and i I got mad like i always feel good about what i say even if it gets me kicked off of Twitter for a couple <laughs> hours. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. We're sitting here talking shit, and then all of a sudden you're going to report me. So there's, there's, I mean, I don't know. Twitter, I try to stay away from the replies because there's just so many dumb people on Twitter. And a lot of them are just like, people just have Twitter accounts to like, oh, I'm going to say something dumb to piss people off. This is the, the burner account. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, watch your, watch your mouth. <laughs> I got, I got. That's my, that's my whole thing. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I want to. Uh, there's, trust me. There's been so many things I've oh typed out and then not sent, just because, like, wow, that's pretty. You know, that's pretty bad. It's like a m- really mean thing to say to somebody, <laughs> but it also is funny. So it's the yin and the yang of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's but gr- I try gr- to stay out of the growth. comment sections. I like, I like Twitter as my news source, like. Everything that I see that's like any breaking news, whether it's, you know, sports or political or whatever, I usually see it on Twitter first. So I like it in that sense. I I search for stuff on if if I think something has happened or like I see one of those fake trade fucking things come through. And if it's really well done, I'm like, God damn it. I got to go search this on Twitter right now. And I'm like, okay, it's been (laughs) nine days since anybody since Schefter tweeted about Julio Jones. So I think this is fake. But um no, yeah, like you said, great news source, but I see my wife goes straight for the comments. Like she really? just needs the fucking. Well, oh yeah, yeah, because she, she just wants to see people being stupid. Yeah, she just that, like, needs fuels, that fuels her life. She'll send me like some. I'll send her a tweet, and then the next four tweets she sends back to me are all different replies from different conversations that are going on in that thread and i'm like please leave me out of this i don't <laughs> need those for a fucking reason some of them are hilarious but it's like leave me the fuck out of this but yeah no there's been a couple times where it's weird i will engage for i will go back and forth with people on on my page for a while mostly because it's like i put a take up there and then it's like well yeah you fucking read <laughs> um and it's only going to get worse because this new goddamn Discord server that we just launched. That's just a fucking free-for-all. So, um, anyway, uh, there's a Discord server, folks, if you want to uh, join up and talk about the podcast on it. Um, oh. But that... Do you guys know... Doug, do, do you have Discord for work? Yes, no, now? not yet. Trevor, do you even know what I'm talking about? I think I do, but no, I don't have it for work. So Discord is basically like it started as a there was a there was a Reddit channel for game for a specific video game that just went ballistic and it kind of needed its own it ended up becoming like its own thing. And basically Discord was built to support that. Um and from there it has become this like it's like it's like focused reddit it's it's like an offshoot of reddit it was built because reddit didn't have enough features so like it's like a messaging system right yeah it's a it's a group chat messaging it's like slack but for gamers okay so it's like you've got channels and you've got you know you can different emojis and like the one that i the the one that i i built i paid a guy to do it um but it's got, you know, we've got like a Twitter news feed that comes through. All my posts come through. All the podcast links come through every time we post, you know, upload a new podcast. But the shit that's going on in there right now, it's just it, a free it, for all. Isn't it where everybody like who, who, when Trump was kicked off Twitter, didn't they all go there? Uh, no, that was um, not Grinder. <laughs> no, well, um, maybe, but no. There was like Telegram, which got taken down, and then there was another one. I forget what the other one was. I thought that was Discord. 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't Discord. I mean, I'm sure there's. I'm sure the the, the Trumpers like ended up on certain discords, but there was a specific like right wing Twitter parlor. That was it. Parlor. There we go. Yeah. Parlor was the one, but they got taken down. Um, the joys Amazon, of free speech. Am, Amazon. Uh, Amazon said, "Yeah, we don't. You know, you don't have to put your stuff on our website, on our servers." So, um. Okay, so anyway, I'm good there. We're, so we're kind of all in agreement. Not a lot of conflict on this episode. Julio makes teams better. We like when players are real online. Yeah, yeah. There we go. This is what you get in the off season, people. Not a lot of arguments. Yeah. Uh, Doug, the basketball playoffs are going on. You watch basketball as much or more than anybody in our circle. Can you explain this fucking play-in thing to me? Yeah, me too, please. The NBA. Yeah, at first, um, it was kind of funny, you know, when like earlier in the year when LeBron uh, and the Lakers were in like the first or second spots, they're like, oh, yeah, I think the playing thing could be good. And then a bunch of injuries, and all of a sudden they're in this playing game. And like, this thing's stupid. Whoever thought of this should be fired. <laughs> right. So the, the funniest thing about it is all these players saying, oh, I like it. And then when their team has to play in it, they don't like it. So that was pretty funny. But it's kind of a weird thing. The, NBAs have always been the one through eight seeds of each conference make the playoffs. This year, they had a play-in tournament with the seven, eight, nine, and ten seeds of these each conference. And at first, I was like, okay, so high seed plays the low seed, but no, nope, it was seven seed versus eight seed, not seven versus ten. Um, and whoever won that game is in the playoffs as the seventh seed. And then nine and ten play, losers done winner plays the loser of the seven, eight game for the eighth spot. And uh, I mean, the Lakers Warriors game was pretty entertaining. I mean, we saw it was. I actually, I actually watched a quarter of that. Yeah. We saw LeBron James versus, you know, Stephanie Curry for. I'm sorry. You, 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 uh, you cut out there for a second. Did you say Stephanie? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's All his right. name, right? Steph. I mean, I know people named Stephanie. We call him Steph for short. So. Steph Curry, Stephanie Curry. I like Steph, man. I do too. He's little. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I, Doug, I, I also, like him. I I'm like him mentally this, more I'm, than I like LeBron. I'm seeing this video that you sent me for the, the Alan Robinson, Darnell Mooney, and Anthony Miller thing. <laughs> and as a father, that poor girl has CTE. Like, right? Yeah, guaranteed. Bouncing around. There's a lot of whiplash here. She is not. Gonna s- that is so good, but hey, it's See, a Trevor. Trevor, that's why you got to get on Twitter, just so I can send you funny videos. Yeah, same. Can, I'm, appa- you- I'm appalled that like it's just it's me, Doug, and my wife. Those are the and those are like the only two people I interact with on Twitter. <laughs> I just, I can't. I'm sorry, my mental health can't take it. Yeah. Oh no 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 no, Trevor. We have a podcast now. Your mental health is now front and center. Right. I, <laughs> we don't make any money on this, so I'm not going to sacrifice that. <laughs> you got to do it. Not with that attitude. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we started really making, we started uh, turning profit on that, on that podcast when Trevor slowly decided to, you know, melt into hysteria. Right. What was the turning point for the podcast? We got Trevor onto Twitter. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> We went from two pods a week to 14. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, how the paper used to come out in the morning and then there was like an evening edition. Well, that that's what kind of the pipe into the podcast. And then, then Trevor started to get on Twitch. Cause he just like, he just had this stream of consciousness stuff going. It was really great. <laughs> He's in an insane asylum now, but Doug and I yeah. are doing very well for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? Okay, so the play-in game. Yeah. So seven, seven played eight, nine played ten. That sounds fucking goofy as shit to me just to start with. Yeah. But I guess it's a. Uh, that's just goofy as shit. Like you're yeah. making eight lose. To. I guess you're giving eight the benefit. Eight could move up a spot. 
Yeah, if they win, yep. If they win, so that's cool for them. So there's some benefit there. But if they lose, they got to play a second game. And so I guess for the seven and eight seeds, one win out of those two games gets them in. But the nine and ten, nine or ten seed has to win two games to get in. Yes. Understanding that right? Yep. Okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, like I said, both, I mean, East Conference had one good game in the first plan game. So. So and now uh, it's, we got one game left. We got Warriors versus, uh, who's the other one? Grizzlies. Grizzlies. That'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Old John like, Moran. <clears throat> he's crazy. Yeah, he's an All right. So yeah. how, what's the football equivalent to this? Well, yeah, I mean, football changed their playoff thing last year too from six teams to seven. So it's not really quite a playoff play-in tournament per se. But um, but only one team gets a buy now in the NFL. See, I so think it, it, if, if you're – okay, here's how they sh- – okay, I just thought of this. So if there's some holes in it, let me know. But the obvious example here is the NFC East from this year. And – I think that if the right thing to do here would be to say, okay, Mr. Division winner of the world's shittiest division, you have to go play the one team with a better record than you to get into the wildcard round. Make it like a half of football or something. They got to go do something. Jump rope competition. Anything. Yeah. Something's got to happen there. You could like if if I would be all in favor of a playing game if it made a seven and nine playoff team play one extra game to get into the playoffs. I'd be all for it. They'd never be able to work it into the schedule because right, football's violent. You need recovery time, and I think at this rate we're already starting. Like the Super Bowl is going to be in what Valentine's Day this year around? Yeah, is it two weeks? Two weeks later. Let me see here. When's the Super Bowl? Usually the first Sunday in February. Um, Should be, yeah. I don't think we're lo- we're not moving it back here because they're getting rid of a preseason game, so everything should still be the same, playoff wise, right? Or no? No, because the, it's one because they're they're not starting the season earlier. They're still starting it. So the Super Bowls is February thirteenth. It's basically Valentine's Day, huh? In Los Angeles, so the Super Bowl is the day before Valentine's Day, huh? Yeah, that's just going to make a lot of s- simple people very complicated. <laughs> it's going to make a lot of simple people very complicated. It's going to make a lot of simple people's lives complicated. Put it that way. Gotcha. So, so like, yeah, Valentine's day is the, is the, you know, coming from the food industry. That is so the that means Valentine's day is a Monday. So yeah, yes, like that's some rookie shit. And so, so super bowl Monday, which is, you know, the, uh, big hangover, hangover day. capital. Yeah. Yeah. It's now it's that's Valentine's day. Oh, there's gonna be so many mad women. I mean, they'll yeah, I mean, only one team wins the Super Bowl, you know, so we'll be fine. Everybody else will be fine. Sure, sure. It's, it's not. I mean, what? And when they go to an 18 game schedule, probably next year. Now you're talking about like late February Super Bowls. Hey, the Which, more football, the better. Yeah. Are we sure? Mm, yeah, yeah, I like more football. Two, two bye weeks. I like we we had that conversation about two God, bye if weeks. They do, if they if they go to eighteen games and two bye weeks, now we're talking about potentially a March, March Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a little wild. But why? I, like I mean, who super, cares? The Super Bowl. Who, who cares? Who cares what month it's in? Again, in that situation where you're you're just having a longer season, um, and uh, arguably it's better for the players that way with the two bye weeks. Then who gives a fuck? It can go into July. Give a shit. Yeah, I guess as long as it's as long as it ends up being, fucking sports just so fucking violent. Like, 
yeah, yeah. I don't the, these guys are like literally risking shaving years off their lives for all this so that you know I can have a podcast and God bless them but uh there's some <laughs> there's a little bit of like do we you know it's like when boxing had 15 round championship fights it's like the fuck do you need 13 14 and 15 for isn't 12 good you know yeah. isn't 13 14 15 just the same shit so i don't know sure all right well but the more i mean more meaningful games the better for me i guess give us some preseason games look at just the have... browns fan look at the browns Sorry. fan this team finally I'm... gets good and he's like, yeah, yeah 18, to let's make it a 24-week season. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. It. More more like, winning and glory. There should be some more kind joy. of minor league team that should be playing between the draft until the season starts. We should have nonstop football. Yeah, yeah like, why aren't these arena leagues and all these and the XFL, like, we need the, one of those back again to play in this time, and we can talk about it. Well, the, the Rock bought the XFL, so... That might like ballers is coming to life. Like, well, it uh, owns... <laughs> it started and then COVID hit, right? Like it was back. No, and then it, it was fell out again. They canceled year two, I think, because of COVID or something. I don't know the a the AAF because they had a San Diego team. Yeah, yeah that's maybe the that's fleet. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. The fleet. Um, the uh, the AAF ended like kind of abruptly midseason. I that's thought the, the one XFL I'm, that's the had one I'm a, thinking of. Then they got the fan controlled football, which is just insanely wild. It looks like they're playing on somebody's fucking like driveway. Um, it's like cul-de-sac football. Yeah, half court football. Um, yeah, I'm I'm all for, and that was the one that Josh Gordon was playing. I mean, I'm all for having some extra football. I'll watch some extra football. More yeah. memes. Those, those, those AAF memes were good. I felt really bad for the guy that was like, went all in with, you know, AAF memes IG. And was like, yeah, man, I've got the right, I've got the best handle for these AAF memes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, who's going to tell him? Like, all right. <laughs> this, this thing's not getting two seasons, bro. Poor guy. Stupid meme pages. But I mean, if they bring back the college football video game, I guess then I don't care. I'll just, yeah, that's what we get. What, we get. We're two years out from that, I think. Yeah, but there's supposedly going to be a lot of colleges that aren't going to take part in it, including that's Notre Dame. Shit. Really? Yeah. Something about the compensation for the players. I don't know. Who knows? I'll still get it. Remember, like way back in the day, like college football for Sega when it was like they couldn't use the team names so instead of Notre Dame it was like the South Bend Indiana yeah Florida State was Tallahassee yeah let's do that Tech Mobile that was always the superior game but you know there's the other thing EA doesn't give a shit about their content anymore like the quality of their game anymore so yeah this is probably just one of those things that's like better in your memory than it's actually going to be in actualization well nfl also i don't think uh i think their like exclusivity with ea sports is over too so i think two they can make 2k nfl now but they can't start making other 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 video game places can start making pro football games yeah i i that's the thing i still wouldn't buy anything other than madden but at the same time I would like Madden to not be stupid. Yeah. So they just, anyways, I like the franchise mode. I miss fran- I miss a good franchise mode. Yeah. There was. I haven't, played, I haven't played Madden since we lived together. I mean, Trevor, let me tell you the, the amount of time that Doug and I and Curtis spent just drafting and simulating fucking Madden seasons. Until sweats came home, and then <laughs> we walked. We we all left the living room because he was so grumpy. 
Yeah, man, you oh. can't do this. Like, I bought Madden 21. That was the first Madden game I bought in at least five or six years. And I was like, why can't I draft a team? Why can't I draft a franchise? This is bullshit. Unless I couldn't figure it out. I don't know. Um, I think you, I'd like, probably. Oh, yeah, we used to do the the fantasy draft. We did, the, we did those. We, we, like, drafted our whole team. Yeah, that yeah, was good times. A lot of weed. whole lot of weed. A lot of weed. <laughs> a lot of ronnie snaps yeah and and my wife just sitting there studying for the first of her master's degrees well well, well look at her, her doing something with her life uh, yeah idiot look where and it got Curtis her now like and curtis is like hey i got to eat Derek anderson in the 52nd round <laughs> and, and i drafted nine guys with my last name good job buddy <laughs> good job curtis <laughs> all right on that note uh we're contri- oh no it's thursday it's thursday oh man there's I thought, so much I, was like, I was like we're contractually obligated but we're not we don't there's have some, to listen there, to hockey there's so much hockey content right now it's playoffs well i mean you know i don't want to put you on the spot i mean do you just want to riff like a good 15 20 minutes here and just see what you can do no, 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 not this time, not this time. Oh, okay. we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I did. Uh, I am uh, seven episodes deep into the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, man. Tell it's you what. solid, huh? What? That one little kid's hilarious. There's a what? funny. The one little kid with the two moms is hilarious. What, do you, what um, is this? What are you talking it's about? On, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the Mighty Ducks TV show. On Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. I'll, uh, Game changers, bro. Come on, hockey guy. You got your own goddamn hockey corner. You don't know about Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Seriously, man. Like, I'm starting to... Like, on this, con- we got to on- figure out a way to get out of this fucking hockey corner contract. This is like... On the Disney Channel, though. Like we're, Disney we're- Plus. Yeah. Streaming service. Yeah, I know. I have. There's a child in my house. I mean, honestly, it's <laughs> you made know, it sound like they're in a trapped in a closet somewhere, Trevor. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's not not, it's not my not girlfriend has great. a daughter too, who I live with, but there's a child in my house. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's what I say. Like, yeah, there's, 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 there's a child in my house. Yeah, yeah I got a little roommate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, from the parenting corner. Uh, the last time we recorded this was Monday night, and that was the first night in five and a half years that uh, the big one had uh, slept on his own without me like laying in bed with him to get him to go to sleep. And yeah. then he did it Tuesday night. He did it Wednesday night. And that little motherfucker is doing it again tonight. We are four All nights right. in. All right. Nice. Yeah. I am. I'm a free man. Look at you. You know how many fucking games of fucking Sudoku I've played just laying there waiting for his little ass to go to sleep? <laughs> I am so good at Sudoku now. It is unreal. <laughs> I am ripping through expert level Sudokus on my phone in like seven minutes. Fuck with That's me. Solid. Get on my level. Fuck around and find out. That's anyway, a dash shit right there. Full on dash shit. There's like, there's. There's such a large gap in the quality of games I play on my phone. There's either expert level Sudoku or uh, a game where you're just running and shooting things indiscriminately, trying not to run your little man into barriers so that when you get to the end, you can mow down all the bad guys. And it's that's that's the... That's where my brain swings from. Oh, and then in between there, I'm arguing with 14-year-olds on a Discord server. I like so, it. Yeah. Anyway, my dad's proud. All right? Yeah, he's, sure. He's stoked. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's my son. The meme page. Look in the Twitter comments. Get in the Twitter comments. That's what it's about. Um, all right. Well, since there's no 35 minute hockey corner tonight, I guess we can wrap this up early. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Well, um, from, be, San, Di- from San Diego, this is not Joe Flacco. We're signing off tonight. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Appreciate you. 
and we'll Holler. see you again. We'll see you again uh, Monday. We'll record again Monday night and uh, be on your be everywhere you're listening to podcasts on Tuesday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.